0: My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga, where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. All right, so let's uh, just start. come down to the back and we'll start on the mat. And I'll lower the lights here. Take the. So just take the next minute or so to settle in, make any adjustments that you like, or if you want to move around, you can do that. Or just resting in this Shavasana for a minute here. So today is actually the winter solstice, the longest night of the year. And uh, we start to transition tomorrow towards the summer solstice where the days start to get longer. Uh, So right now the receptive, yin, passive, feminine, receiving kind of qualities are all at their greatest strength. So it's a really good time for things like introspection, things like spending time with family and friends and going within and being more internal. If you have a fireplace like you're gathering around the fire, it's like being really inside and things like that. Uh, but we can sometimes in uh, you know, our culture and traffic and buying gifts and all that stuff can kind of speed things up and bring a lot of noise and external activity and noise. So in our yoga practice we can balance that out by doing these more uh, receptive opening postures going a little deeper into the poses Holding a little longer and noticing the breath taking slightly longer exhales So we'll do that throughout the practice today and start by hugging your knees in and rocking side to side on the back Just massaging the back And then come back to the center and one hand on each knee as you inhale press the knees forward arching the low back as you exhale pull the knees in round in the low back just moving with your breath here and slightly longer on the exhales the word hatha yoga literally means sun moon ha and ta in Sanskrit so we're always working with these balancing of opposites of sun and moon of yang and uh, yin and yang so active and passive engagement and stretching strengthening and stretching <coughs> and today emphasizing more of the yin receptive stretching more introspective practice part of the practice so bring the feet back down to the floor and start to peel the spine up off the floor one vertebrae at a time towards bridge pose so as you inhale, you peel the spine up and as you exhale, slowly lower the spine back down with a slightly longer exhale. Next time you come to the bridge pose, we'll stay there and hold and breathe for a moment. And slowly lower the spine back down, hug your right knee in and let your left leg extend straight out. All right, so everything I said is very broad and applies to everyone in a broad way, but personally if you want a little more engagement and strengthening, I'll give you some options. Like right now you could lift your left leg and have the left leg floating off the floor, just about an inch or so helps to strengthen the hip flexors. But if you want the leg to be relaxed, you can just have the leg relaxed as well. And even for those of you who are doing the more active, engaged version, still finding that ease and relaxation in the posture So we're always finding a balance of both, the effort and the ease. Now we'll switch sides, hugging the left knee in and right leg extends, and even between the sides there might be differences, so maybe this side you do something different with the right leg. But again, you could lower the leg or have the leg float off the floor about an inch or two, not too much, or maybe a foot at most. Now we'll take this into a twist. So the left leg comes across the body to the right, and you could stay just like that. You could hug both knees in. It's okay if the left shoulder does or doesn't touch the ground. Really just listening to your body, seeing what feels right for you. But some version of spinal rotation here. come back to center and to the other side bring the right knee in and across the body simple twist here and again the right shoulder might stay down and you go less across with the knee or the knee might go further and then the right shoulder might come off the ground a little bit it's okay as long as there's no pain in the neck or in the spine or the back or anything we'll come back to center for a happy baby pose holding outside of the knees the shins or the feet and you can stay still or rock side to side you could extend one leg at a time Now bring the soles of the feet together all the way down to the floor. Supta Baddha Konasana, supine bound angle, so your hands can just rest beside you or arms could come overhead, making this even more opening here. Adds a little of that yang quality with the back bend. But wherever you're at, finding this opening, ease in the posture. Back together. And I'll cross the right knee over the left knee. So, not the pigeon pose where the ankle's over the knee, but the knee over the knee, like eagle pose. And then cross the right arm under the left arm and either hold the shoulders or wrap the arms to hold the hands. So, you're doing eagle pose on the floor. You're good and then, so the legs are 90 degrees uh, so the, the foot's not on the floor there you go yeah <laughs> and then the arms are wrapped and uh, you can either hold the shoulders or wrap the arms to hold the hands right, so now we'll create a deeper contraction here bringing the elbows towards the knees lifting the head and shoulders a little strengthening of the neck And hold that posture and breathe here, even though it's very contracted, still easy in the breath. And slowly release everything out like Shavasana, just relaxing the arms and legs, letting go of that tension in the body. So if you can, over this uh, next week or two, have some time for introspection or reflection, maybe reviewing the year, what went well, what didn't go so well, what you might want to change next year or improve or put attention on. All right, it's a really good time for that. And now we'll go to the other side and have the uh, left knee over the right knee and the left arm under the right arm. Lift the head and shoulders, curling in like a sit-up, creating this deep contraction of energy towards the center, this deep internal engagement of the body. And slowly release all that and let go back to Shavasana. Now hug the knees in and either rock forward and back or roll over to your side to come up to sitting. And we'll come to a seated posture. You could have a blanket under your hips if you want a little support there. Generally I'd say to do that more often than not, I almost always have something to sit on just to help release the tension in the hips. And then hands on the thighs, moving the spine back, rounding the back into flexion, chin towards the navel, and then go the other direction, extending the spine, lifting the chin, lengthening. So as you exhale, round back, slightly longer on the exhale, and as you inhale, come forward, lengthening the spine. Continue this motion a few times at your own pace. And if you do this and it doesn't really feel like much for you, it feels like really simple and easy, there's probably some areas of your spine that are less mobile than others. So maybe if it feels like most of the flexions happening in the middle of the back or most of the extensions in the lower back, kind of feel that out and try to bring more of the movement into more of the spine. So the lower, middle, and upper spine moving in both directions to some degree. And this come back to center and make circles reaching forward and a little extension in the spine, making a big circle from one knee to the other, and then rounding the back in this big sort of clockwise motion or counterclockwise. It doesn't matter which way you go, but just that you're making this big circle. and bringing some more movement and fluidity into the spine getting a little into the ribs and go the other direction if you haven't already and slowly make your way back to center finding the center in the middle of all that movement. Now your left hand out to the left, right arm overhead, side bend So your left hand could stay on the floor, maybe start to bend the elbow, going a little deeper, maybe the elbow even comes down to the floor, not pushing it, but just allowing, again, this more passive, receptive quality, even though there's, there's, there's an active quality to this, it's passive to get there, you're just kind of letting the body ease into the stretch. Now we'll take the bend out of the left elbow and reach the right arm straight out to the right. Move the neck around here in all directions. So this one, we don't want too much of an active stretch on the traps in the neck. We just want a little, enough of a pull there, enough of a reach through your right arm that there's some stretch and just move the neck around relaxed. And we'll go back to center and to the other side, walk the right arm out, side bend. Again, stay there or start to let the right elbow bend, slowly going down, not forcing it, not pushing it. and now reach your left arm straight out to the left move the neck around opening the jaw really relaxed movements here in the neck this area doesn't respond so well to active strong stretches much better It's much uh, easier to relax these muscles just with movements kind of easing into the, this area. And then we'll slowly come back down to center again. Shrug both shoulders up towards the ears, creating a contraction in the traps, and then let the shoulders relax, releasing that tension. One more time, lifting the shoulders up, and then letting the shoulders down. Now the arms, both arms come overhead, interlace the fingers, Press the heels of the hands up and make any movements in the spine here, focusing more on the thoracic upper spine. So go kind of in circles, kind of like we did before, or maybe stay on one part of this, feeling out this upper middle back area. And then we'll come back to the center and bend the elbows, shoulders down the back, lifting the heart. And cross the right arm under the left arm holding the shoulders or to eagle arms holding the hands. Either way, we'll let your your left shoulder drops down and your head to your right. Moving the neck around a little bit here. So it's a little more of a pull on that, the traps and uh, these muscles of the neck. But still not super strong, just a little more. We'll come back to center and reach the arms up overhead. And bend the elbows, shoulders down the back, lifting the heart. And the left arm underneath the right. Let your right arm, right shoulder drop and the head to the left. Moving the neck around a little bit here. And then back to center and release the arms. And we'll come over to hands and knees. So have your blanket under the knees for support there. And just make any movements that feel good for you on hands and knees. The spine, the shoulders, the neck. Come to the center again, bring the hands wider apart off the mat, just focusing on the shoulders a little more, shoulder blades together and shoulder blades apart, side to side. So any movements that feel good, you can do a little internal rotation when you go to the side, just feeling out the shoulders and upper back and the main thing is just sort of waking up the mind-muscle connection. That's the biggest issue I see when I work with people one-on-one and they have shoulder upper back issues. Just learning to feel and activate these different muscles and and uh, then they can start to release the tension once you kind of feel them and move into them. And we'll come back to the center. Now we'll bring the arms forward like down dog, but the hips stay over the knees as you lower the forehead down to the floor. Now the elbows could lower down, this makes us a little gentler, or the arms could stay straight, it makes it a little more active. Now thread the left arm underneath into a twist, left shoulder towards the ground. Your right arm could stay extended or you could bend the right elbow and press into the hand, making this a little more active. And let the breath go into the space between the shoulder blades. When you inhale, there's an expansion between the shoulder blades. When you exhale, a softening there. A lot of movement and mobility for the spine, the shoulders, and the neck. Now, going into these deeper postures again, more of this introspection. And then we'll cross or we'll come back to center and go to the other side. So, reach the right arm underneath. And again, breathing into the upper back. back to center, hands and knees, and we'll do this movement called Chakravakasana from the cow pose, you lower the belly, lift the tail and chin, extension of the spine, and then with your exhale, you round the back all the way to a child's pose, and then come back up, so you inhale when you come forward, and then slightly longer exhale to come all the way back to the child's pose. Using this breath pattern again, slightly longer exhales. Next time you come back to Child's Pose, we'll stay there. Knees apart, big toes touch, and your arms could just relax down, or you could press into the hands and make this more active and bring the hips back. Now from here we'll create a little side bend, so walk your hands over to your left, lengthening through the right ribs and breathing into the right ribs. So with your inhales you feel a little expansion between the ribs and the intercostal muscles. And with your exhales softening on the right side. And then we'll come back to center and over to the other side. Breathing into the left ribs, and then back to center, we'll come up to the hands and knees, and bring the right foot forward, right knee over the right ankle, into a low lunge. So left knee is on the blanket and here we can keep the hands on the floor or bring the hands up onto the right thigh or arms overhead into any version of this low lunge. So generally with the arms overhead pinkies turn towards each other so that brings external rotation in the shoulders and a slight bend in the elbows to relax this upper shoulder area. If there's any knee pain though, just come down and put less pressure on the knee. You want to make sure there's no knee pain. And then from here, we'll all lower the hands inside of the foot to lizard pose. You bring your right foot towards the right edge of your mat. Create a little more space there between the the legs. And then you could stay on the hands or maybe start to bend the elbows to go a little deeper. Maybe one elbow down. Not forcing or pushing, but just allowing where the body is ready to open, creating space for that opening. Now start to come back onto the hands if, you're, if you moved. And bring your left hand off of the mat. Open the right arm to your right into a twist. So left hand is down right arm is opening. Slowly lower back down. And then start to shift your hips back to stretch into the hamstrings. So, last thing on this side, so you walk your hands back any amount and start to straighten the right leg, and that extends the hamstrings. And you can start to maybe even lift your right foot off the floor, so your heel stays down, but the rest of the foot could start to lift off the floor. And now we'll transition. Back to hands and knees, and have the left foot come forward for this low lunge. So starting to shift the hips slightly forward, stay on the hands, or hands to the thigh, or arms extend overhead in this sort of Y shape with the pinkies turning towards each other. So this is similar to what we did on in the beginning on the back, so we have the hips opening a little bit, the front of the hips opening, but it's just a little more active here and we can go a little deeper into the hip flexors. So Again, if there's any knee pain, you can bring the hands down and modify as you need to. Now we'll all lower the hands inside of the foot. To the lizard pose, your left foot towards the left edge of the mat. And we'll stay and breathe here, either on the hands or maybe starting to bend the elbows to go a little deeper. Here, We bring the left hand outside of the left foot again. I'm sorry, before we do that, we bring the right hand off of the mat to find that open twist. So left arm extends towards the ceiling, spine extends. And leading the rotation with the torso and the spine. So not leading with the left arm, so your left arm might not go that far back. It just goes in line with your torso. Slowly lower left hand down. Now shifting the weight back into the hamstring stretch, walking the hands back, maybe lifting the left toes off the mat and stretching the back of the left thigh. Bring the hands forward again. And we'll step up to the front of the mat to a forward fold. Knees can bend a lot to take the weight or the stretch out of the hamstrings, or the knees can be more straight, as long as it's OK on your back. And you could hold opposite elbows. you can let your head hang down. and let the neck move forward and back and side to side. and then lower the hands down and walk the feet back to down dog. A little external rotation in the arms so the index fingers point forward or that space between the thumb and index fingers points forward Try going the other way. Mm -hmm. Not so far, but yeah, there you go. There you go, yeah, just like that. And now we'll let the knees down and come to hands and knees. And all the way down to the belly. into a Sphinx pose, so elbows under the shoulders. This is a more passive back bend again. Tops of feet are down, shoulders down the back, lengthening the spine. And then here we can let the shoulders kind of hunch up towards the ears so the traps lift and the head just hangs down. You can move the head left to right here, it's relaxing the neck. It's a little awkward, not the best alignment, but it is is okay, it's safe, and you can just let your head just kind of hang down and let go of any tension in the neck that you feel here. Bring the shoulders back out of the ears and bring the hands under the shoulders and let the hands just float off the floor, let the legs float off the floor, a little engagement of the back of the body here into this version of locust. And then just let the hands stack and rest the head on the hands or turn the head to one side and just rest on the belly, letting go of the effort in the back of the body. Bring the hands under the shoulders again and come back to the hands and knees. Back to downward facing dog. And then walk forward to the front of the mat to forward fold. With the bend in the knees, roll up the spine to stand. Head comes up last. Into mountain pose. So toes lift and spread. Shoulders down the back. Engaging the legs and the belly, the back. A little more active in the body here. Finding your sense of center and stability standing. Your eyes could be closed or resting on a spot on the floor just in front of you. And now we'll bring the arms up overhead and interlace the fingers. Pressing the heels of the hands up towards the ceiling. And make any movements in the spine that feels good here. Any direction. Sides. Back. Opening up the this area around the thoracic spine. Then we'll come into the side bend to your right, so catch your left wrist, reach to the right. And we'll come back to center and over to the other side, same thing. And then back to center. And bend the elbow shoulders down the back, interlace the hands behind you, and fold at the waist with the hands interlaced. Bend your left knee, turn the left shoulder towards the left knee to open the right shoulder towards the ceiling. And then switch sides, same thing. And then to the center, both legs straight, hands still interlaced overhead, letting the arms sort of become heavy overhead. And release the hands down. And roll up the spine to stand again. And then we'll all turn to face the left. So towards this side of the room, all ten toes face in this direction in a wider stance. So the the feet, uh, if you put your arms out into a T and look at your wrist, just, just about in that range. So your feet aren't any wider than your wrist and they're somewhere near in line with your wrist, below your wrist. It's about that wide, and then we'll bring the hands to the waist, keeping a length in the spine to fold at the waist. So if you get there and your upper back feels a little tight, you could have a bend in the knees. Bring your feet a little closer to bend the knees, but if you're okay with the legs still straight and you can keep your spine long, you can bring the hands to the floor, and the main thing is letting the head come below the heart here. So if you need to bend the knees to do that, then do that. Now slowly come out the way you came in, being real gentle on the back. You can bend in the knees if you need to. And we'll bring the hands to the thighs, bringing your feet in a little closer to horse stance. And just turn the shoulder towards the opposite knee, moving a little left to right in the back. If there's one side that feels really good, you could stay there for a breath or two. Come back to the center and bring the feet in a step or two closer so we're going to lower the hips down into a low squat which the heels can lift makes that a lot easier or if you're very open you can have the heels down into this low squat so the knees are out wider than the legs or I'm sorry the knees wider than the hands and uh, the hands can be on the floor to balance or hands to the heart Let the back round and let the arms extend forward, a little more rounding in the back here emphasizing that and then bring the hands down to the floor behind you to lower down to your tail and turn towards the front of the mat. With the feet together, knees apart in bound angle pose. So the closer your feet are in, the the more deep, the deeper the stretch is here. So you can always scoot forward. And it's going to be a little rounding in the back, but I'm going to find some extension through the spine and the upper spine like we've been doing. So there's more mobile, so we can get some of that length there. And then keep that as you start to hinge at the waist. Less rounding in the back, more hinging at the waist to fold in. And your hands can massage the feet or just hold on the feet. Once you can't go much further, it's okay if the back rounds and the head hangs down here. to bring the spine back up and then the legs can cross so right knee in front of or right shin in front of left or right shin on top of left and last option would be right knee over left knee so similar to what we did on the back earlier that more of that contained quality but if you do that and you, you're kind of off your hip now Just go back to one of the other versions of stacking the shins or crossing the shins. Any of those are fine. Same effect, just degrees. And we'll have the arms come up overhead here. And bend the elbows and cross the right arm under the left arm, holding the shoulders or wrapping the arms to hold the hands. Finding a lift in the heart, a length in the thoracic spine. And we'll hold and breathe here. Slightly longer exhales, so the energy of the body, the, the direction of the movement of energy in the body is towards the center. In yoga philosophy, it's called Samana Vayu, or energy moving in towards the center, as opposed to out in a bunch of different directions, bringing energy in. Slowly release the arms and let the legs out, straightening both legs with a slight bend in the knees. We'll lift through the spine here into forward fold over both legs. So you can hold on the shins, the feet, you can round the back here if you want or work towards straightening the legs to go a little deeper into the hamstrings. and we'll start to sit back up. Now, same thing with the left shin in front or left shin on top or left knee on top. So any of these versions and then the arms come overhead, bend the elbow, shoulders down the back and bring the left arm under the right arm, holding shoulders or wrapping the arms. The eyes can close bringing attention in towards the center. Slightly longer exhales. Now slowly release all that and come down to your back. With the knees in, rocking side to side on the back. Feet down to the floor and pigeon pose, right ankle over left thigh. You could hold the hands behind the left thigh or left shin, shoulders and neck relaxed. slowly release and switch sides same thing on the other side slowly release here. Both feet to the floor again and lift your hips off the mat and bring them over to the left side of your mat. So hips down to the left side of the mat so your knees can come into the right side and now the hips are stacked when you go into the twist. Arms can open out into a T and turn the head away from the knees. you want to cross the left knee over the right like we've done in the eagle pose variations you could do that to go a little deeper if you want but if it doesn't feel good just go back to the other version and slowly untwist back to center hips to the right side of the mat knees into the left side of the mat Turn the head away from the knees, and then come back to center. Hips to center and happy baby pose holding outside the knees, shins or feet. And the soles of the feet together down to the floor and bound angle. Again, the arms could relax beside you or arms overhead, whatever is comfortable. And slowly release the legs out and set up for Shavasana, final resting pose. Make any last adjustments you like to feel comfortable so you feel like you could stay for a long time if you needed to. Feel the points of contact of the back of the body to the floor. back of the body supported, grounded, the front of the body relaxed, receptive. from this more relaxed, receptive, clear space. Begin to move the fingers and toes, arms and legs, eventually starting to come over to one side and back up to sitting. Close our practice with the hands together at the heart, following the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.